Improving Performance Measures with Perioperative Analytics by Andy Dews. Abstract. Perioperative nurses and leadership teams across the country strive to improve outcomes, increase operational efficiency, and achieve performance improvement on key measures in the perioperative department. In today's changing healthcare environment, which involves increasing pressure to do more with less, it is essential for perioperative leaders to understand analytics and how to use analytics to identify, plan, and implement improvement initiatives that will provide the greatest value. This article examines key performance indicators in the OR, barriers to change, and the strategies and processes that perioperative leaders can use to achieve efficiency and performance improvement goals. It also provides an example of a tactical approach to one of the OR's greatest challenges, measuring and improving block utilization. Every day, hospital personnel capture staggering amounts of data from multiple systems, such as electronic health records, materials management systems, time and attendance systems, and financial systems. As of 2011, United States healthcare data alone reached 150 exabytes. Five exabytes of data equate to all of the words ever spoken by mankind. With this overwhelming volume of data, perioperative leaders may struggle to transform that data into actionable information. Administrators, vendors, and consultants promote analytics as a tool to improve clinical and business outcomes. In the fast-paced, complex environment of perioperative services in particular, leaders need access to usable data to help make informed decisions that directly affect patient safety, operational efficiency, and financial performance. It can be difficult for perioperative leaders to measure and track key performance indicators, KPIs, and then interpret and apply those indicators to affect positive change. Understanding how to use analytics, implement a successful analytics strategy, and follow a repeatable process can help perioperative leaders achieve their performance improvement goals. Definition of Analytics Nurses have been collecting data and using information to support nursing practice since the mid-1800s. Florence Nightingale used data collection and analysis to illustrate causes of mortality in British soldiers during the Crimean War and is considered by many to be the first nurse informatician. Today, nurses can use analytics in the perioperative department to drive the implementation of processes that could improve patient safety, throughput, and clinical outcomes, reduce waste and inefficiencies, optimize workflow and processes, and help prioritize departmental initiatives and goals. Data analytics refers to qualitative and quantitative techniques and processes used to enhance productivity and business gain. Data are extracted and categorized to identify and analyze behavioral data and patterns, and techniques vary according to organizational requirements. In healthcare, analytics can be classified into four main types, descriptive, diagnostic, predictive, and prescriptive. These types of analytics can help leaders answer the following questions. What is happening? Why did it happen? What is likely to happen next? What should be done? Descriptive analytics are useful for identifying patterns and answering specific questions, such as what is our annual surgical volume? Diagnostic analytics are helpful to understand the root cause of an issue and to answer questions such as, why is our procedure volume lower this year than last year? 
Predictive analytics help with anticipating and planning for outcomes or future performance, such as forecasting surgical volumes for the next six months. Prescriptive analytics can help determine the best choice or course of action to take to achieve the best outcomes, such as how to schedule procedures optimally to maximize surgical volume. Healthcare analytics is moving toward the more complex types of predictive and prescriptive analytics. The Society of Actuaries report, 2017 Predictive Analytics and Healthcare Trend Forecast, states that a majority of health executives are part of an organization that is either currently using predictive analytics or has plans to use it in the next five years. Not only is the use of analytics widespread in healthcare, but 93% of 223 surveyed health executives believe it is important to the future of their business. As analytics capabilities continue to expand, so will the value of information available for perioperative nurses and leaders to use to improve clinical, operational, and financial outcomes. Key Performance Indicators An integral part of performance improvement is establishing the KPIs on which to focus. A KPI can be anything that a hospital identifies as an important driver of the business. In the OR, this is generally volume, utilization, and operational and financial statistics. If something is not measured, it may not improve. A KPI serves to measure results and flag opportunities for change and improvement. Multiple measures exist for perioperative leaders to use to determine the efficiency of their perioperative departments. Macario identified seven perioperative KPIs. Excess staffing costs, on-time starts, procedure cancellation rates, post-anesthesia care unit admission delays, hourly contribution margins, turnover time, and procedure duration prediction bias. Additional KPIs commonly tracked to understand how well the OR is functioning are block utilization, room, for example, OR utilization, and supply and impact cost. Marcario also developed a scoring system to assess how well the OR is performing and provide leaders with a standardized method of identifying areas in need of improvement. How perioperative leaders use KPIs to assess the state of their perioperative departments is similar to how a nurse assesses a patient's health status. For example, during a patient assessment, the nurse captures a great deal of information, including vital signs, age, height, and weight. The nurse assesses the patient's level of anxiety, presence of pain, smoking status, medical history, and dietary habits. If the patient's blood pressure is elevated, the nurse uses the data collected, clinical knowledge, and critical thinking to determine the most appropriate interventions and the best plan of care. The same is true for performance measures in the OR. Procedure volume is a KPI most hospitals track for planning and budgeting, but this by itself does not reveal how well ORs or staff members are being used. Although there is value in measuring and tracking each KPI separately, looking at them collectively provides a clearer picture and greater insight into the efficiency of the surgery department. The goal of gathering and analyzing data in the perioperative environment is to transform data into actionable information that supports the decision-making necessary to implement change. The Effect of Perioperative Analytics The perioperative department's performance directly affects the hospital's overall clinical, operational, and financial performance. Therefore, perioperative leaders should no longer view perioperative data as nice to have 
but should instead view this data as necessary for delivering quality and cost-effective care. Patient safety and satisfaction are linked to perioperative process, and data can assist nurses with ensuring the best outcomes through evidence-based care. For example, data can help healthcare providers determine whether surgical site infection, SSI, reduction strategies are successful. Strategies for preventing SSIs include the use of performance improvement tools, including dashboards, scorecards, or histograms, to display data. Additional performance improvement tools can include root cause analysis and failure modes and effects analysis. Tracking the incidence of SSIs, knowing the procedures and patient conditions most closely linked to SSIs, and understanding the likely causes of infection can help nurses develop standards and guidelines to deliver the best care. Perioperative leaders can use analytics to optimize operational processes and performance measures, such as managing patient throughput and minimizing nonproductive time. Understanding first procedure on-time start performance requires data. How often procedures start on time and which procedures start late, including how late and why they are late, are important data elements needed to gain insight into the scope of the problem and to identify potential solutions. Analytics can reveal if late starts are associated with just a few surgeons or if they are part of a larger cultural issue across the entire department. Analytics can also help identify process issues, such as who documents delays, where delays are documented in the perioperative record, and which delay codes are available for nurses to document. Some consider the OR to be the financial engine of the hospital, with an average of 55 to 65% of hospital margins and more than 50% of a hospital's inventory assets originating in the perioperative department. Therefore, improvement efforts focused on reducing costs in the OR can be critical to the success of the hospital, and analytics can play a key role. Perioperative leaders can use data to determine the optimal staffing levels needed to support surgical volume and utilization targets while reducing costs related to overtime pay. Managing costly supplies and implants and comparing procedure costs across similar procedures and surgeons requires access and insight into procedure data. A conversation with a surgeon about his or her procedures costing substantially more than his or her colleagues' procedures may be difficult to have when based on anything other than trusted and timely data. Creating a successful analytics strategy a wide variety of tools and analytics solutions are available to help perioperative leaders in their quest to gain the knowledge needed to run an efficient, high-performing OR. From basic spreadsheets to standard reports and business intelligence software to data warehouses, there is considerable variation in how easily leaders can access data and how well they use data to improve performance. Developing and implementing an analytics strategy requires clinical and operational expertise and experience in information technology, IT solutions. When choosing an IT partner, healthcare organizations should look for companies with healthcare experience and solutions that the IT partner can tailor to the unique needs of the perioperative environment. Analytics solutions available today offer a wide range of platforms, functionality, and configurability. They also vary widely in cost. The types of tools that will work for a particular organization may depend on several factors, such as organizational budget, the type and volume of data being analyzed, the skill set of the IT and clinical teams, and whether or not the perioperative department is part of a larger health system-wide analytics strategy. Regardless of the data sources or solutions used, data by itself 
does not result in change or improved performance. To use analytics successfully to implement and achieve performance improvement goals, transparency must exist. The Lucian Leaps Institute report, Shining a Light, Safer Healthcare Through Transparency, defines transparency as the free, uninhibited flow of information that is open to the scrutiny of others. Openly communicating and sharing information with key stakeholders is an essential component of any analytic strategy. For example, when trying to reduce OR turnover time, perioperative leaders should be communicating with surgeons and staff members not only about current metrics, but also about how those metrics were calculated and the source and accuracy of the underlying data. Similarly, when working with surgeons to improve on-time starts, providing clear definitions of how on-time starts are calculated, for example, which hours of the day are included, whether there is a grace period to allow for late starts, trending data and patterns, and frequent updates on performance can help promote acceptance of the data and adoption of the initiative. When working with physicians and staff members on performance improvement goals, perioperative leaders should implement a communication plan to determine the content of the message to be conveyed, including the frequency and means by which it is delivered. Perioperative leaders should regularly evaluate communication plans for effectiveness and update those plans as needed to promote a culture of transparency and collaboration. A well-defined governance structure is another key element of a successful analytic strategy. Perioperative leaders may find it beneficial to leverage an existing governance structure to guide and support an analytics initiative. The primary purpose of a perioperative or surgical governance team is to act as a board of directors who represent the entire perioperative department with the accountability and authority to set standards and goals, determine process improvement initiatives, and develop and implement policies and procedures. This core team may consist of perioperative nursing leaders, physician leaders, and executive leaders. The governance structure is established to balance the needs of each stakeholder group through strategic planning, direction setting, decision making, and policy development and enforcement. A cohesive and well-organized governance committee can promote and support the behaviors of top-performing surgeons and staff members and work collaboratively with those who have opportunities to improve by setting clear expectations, communicating consistently, and sharing data. Barriers to using analytics. Many barriers still exist that either limit or completely obstruct the use of analytics to inform and drive positive change. In a 2017 survey of healthcare executives, the Society of Actuaries found that lack of budget is the biggest challenge to implementing predictive analytics in an organization, despite the belief that doing so would provide substantial financial benefit. With the current shift in healthcare policy and reform, it is understandable why hospital and perioperative leaders may be hesitant to move forward with an analytics solution. One method to overcome the financial barrier is to examine the cost of implementing an analytics strategy versus the cost of maintaining the status quo. Determining the exact cost of one minute of OR time is difficult. The cost can vary based on the complexity of the procedure and resource requirements. A common estimated figure for a basic surgical procedure is $15 to $20 per OR minute, excluding physician cost. With this figure in mind, perioperative leaders can begin to determine the return on investment that can be realized through performance improvements, such as increasing procedure volume through better OR and block utilization, 
or reducing after-hours procedures and staff overtime. Healthcare executives reported too little data, too much data, and lack of trust in data as barriers to implementing analytics in the Society of Actuaries survey. Implementing an analytics strategy can help address each of these issues. Through analytics, perioperative leaders can identify and correct gaps in data or processes that do not support accurate data collection. When there is an excess of data, analytic solutions can help pinpoint which areas of opportunity to focus on for the greatest benefit and what data are needed to begin performance improvement initiatives. In the event the right data is collected but not trusted, analytics tools can serve as a means to audit and validate data, helping to ensure that what is reported is accurate and defensible. Analytics and the nursing process. According to the American Nurses Association, the common thread uniting different types of nurses who work in varied areas is the nursing process, the essential core of practice for the RN to deliver holistic, patient-focused care. One strategy perioperative leaders can use to drive process improvements through analytics in the OR is to follow the nursing process. Perioperative leaders can apply the five steps in the process, assessment, diagnosis, outcomes, implementation, and evaluation, to determine initiatives and achieve goals that will be the most beneficial to the hospital, patients, physicians, and staff members. Consider the example of an OR director who wants to know how many ORs should be running by week or month, day of the week, and time of day. She can use the nursing process to answer these questions. In the assessment phase, the OR director collects and analyzes pertinent data to answer a question or solve a problem to determine causes and effects of the situation. Running too many ORs results in excess staff member and anesthesia expense and poor use of time and resources. Running too few ORs can lead to overtime, procedure delays, and surgeon and staff member dissatisfaction. The director begins by assessing the current level and trend of OR utilization by month, day, and hour of the day. Next, she examines utilization by OR and assesses how many ORs are running concurrently throughout the day to look for patterns and variations. Using the information from the assessment, the OR director diagnoses the problem, whether there are too many or too few ORs running, and can begin to understand possible root causes of other issues, for example, overtime and dissatisfaction, that may be related. Based on her assessment and diagnosis, the OR director is able to establish a plan to achieve the desired outcome and set measurable goals. This might include adjusting staff schedules, updating surgeons' block days and times, or reviewing procedure volume and mix by day to balance the schedule. During implementation, the OR director tracks progress regularly and frequently. She gives updates to surgeons and staff members to help promote adoption and create an environment of openness and transparency. At the end of the process, she evaluates the effectiveness of the plan and modifies the process to achieve her desired utilization goals. Applying the nursing process to analytics can help OR leaders understand how well the department is performing and identify opportunities for additional improvement. Using analytics to improve block utilization. There are many important questions to address when focusing on performance improvement in the OR, and following an analysis framework can help translate data into information. Some of the most common and challenging questions that OR leaders may struggle to answer involve surgical blocks and how to improve block utilization. Block allocation utilization and policies 
are highly charged topics because they involve a valuable resource, OR time. Determining the amount of OR time to make available or which hours to include in peak operating hours is just the beginning of the block analysis process. Perioperative leaders must determine how much time is allocated to blocks and how much time is left open to support add-on or emergency procedures. Blocks may be assigned to specialties, surgeon groups, individual surgeons, or a combination of these. Many hospitals adopt a blended approach, allocating a large portion of their available time to blocks, maintaining some time for add-on and emergency procedures, and allocating any leftover time on a first-come, first-served basis. Block allocation. The first step in the process to improve block utilization is to assess how much available time is currently allocated to blocks. The conventional wisdom is that allocating 80% of available surgical time to blocks is optimal. If more than 80% of the time is blocked, add-on and emergency procedures are difficult to fit into the schedule, and new surgeons may be unable to get their procedures on the schedule. If less than 80% of available time is allocated to blocks, inconsistencies in volumes and OR utilization may occur, in addition to staff member dissatisfaction because of variable workload. The second step is to review to whom blocks are assigned and in what amount of time. Viewing a list of blocks arranged in order of most to least time allocated, or least to most, is a quick way to review whether the relative allocation is appropriate. Dexter and others suggest examining more than OR utilization alone to determine how much time to allocate to individual surgeon blocks. Methods are available to accurately calculate the optimal OR allocation, whether the surgeon and patient choose the day of surgery, or whether all of the surgeon's patients receive care within a predetermined reasonable number of days. Block Utilization After perioperative leaders understand how time is allocated to each surgeon, group, or specialty, the third step is to examine how well each of those blocks is being utilized. One way to accomplish this is to divide blocks into thirds based on percentage of utilization. This provides a simple high-level way to see which blocks are performing well and which blocks to focus on for improvement opportunities or redistribution of time. In the fourth step, perioperative leaders can review individual blocks for both in-block and out-of-block utilization. Assessing block performance in this manner can help leaders see the bigger picture and provides more information to help diagnose the problem. For example, if a surgeon has a Tuesday block with low utilization but high out-of-block utilization that regularly occurs on Thursday, the problem may be that Tuesday is not a good fit with the surgeon's schedule. On the other hand, consider a surgeon with two half-day blocks, one on Monday and one on Wednesday. One of the days has high out-of-block utilization and the other has low overall utilization. By extending one half-day block to a full day and removing the other block, overall utilization in the OR could improve. Blocks at least eight hours long are considered best practice to promote the greatest use of OR time. Perioperative leaders can also use this type of analysis to determine how many ORs to offer a surgeon during a block. If flip rooms, for example, rooms a surgeon can use to go back and forth between to complete his or her procedures, are available, and the procedure warrants a second OR. After completing block analysis, the next step is to communicate with block holders about their current performance, departmental goals and policies, and opportunities and plans to improve utilization. Routinely providing surgeons with individualized letters, including detailed measure definitions, calculations, trending data and patterns, 
can help open the lines of communication and lead to conversations that are more productive. By presenting data to surgeons in a new way and in greater detail, they may become accustomed to seeing and trusting the data, and they may intrinsically work to improve their performance. Breaking down utilization statistics and showing the number of minutes allocated to the block, how many minutes were used and released, and how turnover is factored in can provide a much clearer picture and foster a better understanding of the overall utilization percentage. Providing surgeons and staff members with information on additional performance measures, not only block utilization, can also help gain their trust in the data and support for other improvement initiatives. Showing a surgeon exact procedure volume statistics, including procedure volume count, procedure minutes, and number of procedures per day, can help a surgeon see clearly his or her level of productivity during the last several months. Providing staff members with room turnover data by service on a weekly basis could inspire some friendly competition and collaboration to reduce turnover times. Conclusion Nurses have been involved with data collection and analysis for generations and have been using the nursing process to provide evidence-based care to patients for decades. Nurses can follow the same process when using analytics to identify, plan, and implement improvement initiatives. In the perioperative department, with increasing pressure to reduce costs, improve efficiency, and deliver exceptional patient care while keeping stakeholders satisfied, analytics and access to information are more important than ever. Perioperative leaders need tools to gather and analyze data, resources to help overcome barriers, communication plans for transparency and consistency, and a cohesive governance committee for strategic direction and support. Creating the right analytic strategy and following a practical analysis process can be a powerful way to transform data into actionable information to achieve clinical and business goals.